0: Asheville is just a place you want to live in. Um, I call it, it's about life-work balance, not the other way around. It's where life comes first. We have an abundance of outdoor beauty and recreation. Uh, We have an iconic food and beer scene. We just talked about the beer. Um, Very vibrant music and arts culture. And all of that leads to the second point, which is it develops this very eclectic, friendly, helpful atmosphere.
1: Hey, what's up you guys? My name is Mikko Karshawski and welcome to another episode of That Remote Life Podcast where we hear from remote work experts, digital nomads and location independent entrepreneurs so you can learn to quit the cubicle and live life on your terms. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by Rick Pratt, the founder of AVL Digital Nomads, a group dedicated to promoting Asheville, North Carolina as a digital nomad destination and helping to connect nomads and remote workers in Asheville. Rick and I discussed why Asheville is a great US base for digital nomads, the economic impact of remote workers to a city like Asheville, and why not talking about work is the number one rule for a remote worker meetup. Now, two things before we jump into the interview. Number one, make sure that you subscribe to my newsletter, Remote Insider, where every Monday I share the most important developments in the areas of remote work, online business, tech, and the digital nomad lifestyle. It has been called mandatory reading by other subscribers, and if you enjoy this podcast, I guarantee you will also love being a Remote Insider subscriber. You can subscribe to that at thatremotelife.com forward slash remoteinsider, all one word. And number two, I would like to personally invite you to join our TRL Listener Slack channel which you can find at thatremotelife.com forward slash Slack. In the Slack channel, you'll be able to have direct contact with me, meet other listeners of this show passionate about the future of work, the digital nomad lifestyle, and entrepreneurship. And we'll be putting together events and Q&As with some of our biggest podcast guests to dive in even deeper with them. Access to the Slack channel is completely free. And again, the link to join is thatremotelife.com forward slash Slack. Finally, if you haven't left a review of the show already, please consider leaving one wherever you listen to podcasts. I would greatly appreciate that. You can do that by going to ratethispodcast.com forward slash TRL, which will only take you about a minute to leave a review. And like I said, I would really, really appreciate that. But all right, you guys, without further ado, let's dive into this awesome conversation with Rick Pratt. All right, Rick, welcome to the podcast, man. I'm so excited to have you here. How are you doing? Awesome. Nice day. Nice to have you. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here because um, like we were talking about before you hit record, I found out about you uh, and the community that you're running through a recent article that I shared in my newsletter, Remote Insider. But you are the founder of a community called AVL Digital Nomads, which is focused on highlighting Asheville, North Carolina as a digital nomad and remote worker destination. And I was like, I got to talk to Rick because mm-hmm. I love Asheville. Um, I've been to Asheville many, many times. My wife used to work for the Asheville tourists. So we've spent a lot of time in Asheville uh, there, even considered moving there at one point. So we've always talked about like, hey, if there was a city in the United States that we were g- like going to go and like settle in outside of, you know, I'm from Cincinnati and we love Cincinnati. But Asheville is really, really high up on the list, so I was very excited to have you on the podcast and to talk about that. So to start first of all, where like how did you become interested in digital nomads? How did that like enter your sort of like sphere of interest, or how did you become aware of the digital nomad movement?
0: So first, the name mm-hmm. uh, I'll have a longer story in a moment about how the group came to be. But as we were creating the group, um, it was like, okay, AVL Remote Workers does not have a ring to it. So we'll just call it AVL Digital Nomads because that's way cooler. Right. And but boom, there's the name. Having no relationship to anything else other than we wanted a better brand to it.
1: And what does um, the AVL stand for? Asheville. Oh, it's the acronym.
0: Yeah, so you it's your it. typical city acronym, yeah. you know, NYC or whatever. Uh, so so that, everything's AVL around here.
1: So the digital nomads was, how did you even know that that was a thing? I mean, like, was it something that you were aware of before starting the community? Like, did you know the relationship and difference between a remote worker and a digital nomad? Like, I'm just kind of curious about your thinking when you were naming that and like who you were looking to attract.
0: So just history for myself, very aware of remote. I've been a software entrepreneur my entire career. And in the last many years, way before pandemic, um, you know, I built some companies, all remote workers, way easier to find people, uh, you know, best people and not worried about geography, things like that. So and become very comfortable growing and managing myself and others through that way. But I always heard terms, you know, thrown around of, you know, remote work, obviously, and digital nomads um, and the whole idea of moving into me, I didn't really see that big of a difference mm. um, to it because you're remote. And if you want to travel, amen. If you don't, okay. <laughs> it right. didn't really matter in my
1: sense. So let's kind of dive into it then, because like I said, man, I can talk about Asheville all day. So I'd love to hear what was the initial reception? Like when you started the community and you said, hey, I want to build a community for people who are remote workers, digital nomads, whatever you want to call them, that are either already in Asheville or want to move to Asheville and call that home. What was the reception?
0: So I came here a little more than two years ago. Uh... North of Boston, from North of Boston, also known as Southern New Hampshire, (laughs) and uh, because it's amazing here, and we just wanted to relocate and uh, you know empty nesters and that stuff, and working remote myself, needing to find a connection to the community, so I became involved in uh, Venture Asheville. They have an Elevate program, mentoring startups. So I got into that program, helping people, and now I started get my tribe with that. Um, And just, I was throwing around ideas like, hmm, there seems to be a lot of remote people here and nomads. Um, I wonder if they'd like to get together because I understand the isolation issue and it's a concern of mine of people working for myself or anyone. Okay. The downside is, boy, you could go into a black hole if you're not aware and I've been very intentional to make sure I make community connections, you know, beyond my wife. You know, I, I can't lean totally on her, but I just need that community connection. Of course. And I was asking a few people, and in Asheville, you drink beer. It's yeah. what we do here. A lot of breweries. A lot of breweries in Asheville. A lot of breweries. Uh, And so um, myself and another mentor we're out having a few, and we're posting this around. I come from the men's room, and all of a sudden we have a meetup on his phone being created and it's like, well, let's, let's get people together. Oh, cool. And then days later we look and like, um, all these people are joining. We don't have an event. We don't have a meetup. We have nothing. And how long ago uh, was this? This was, uh, our first event was June 21. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, So not that long. And so, okay, let's throw an event together at a brewery. Uh, and, you know in many meetup events, we have fifty people join or show up, yeah, that's a great number. Well, we had thirty people sign and twenty five showed up wow um on the first one, and then oh wow, and just a reception was great, a lot of you know conversations people were really energized do another one, and it just kept happening like wow, uh, we were pretty amazed. people then started to join organizing uh in we now have over or almost a thousand people. Um, what's that, 15, 16 months in? Wow. And over 100 people per event come in.
1: That's amazing. So let's do this. I want to first hear give us the pitch. Give us, sell us on Asheville. Why should somebody who's listening to this podcast, a remote worker, a digital nomad who can go anywhere in the world, why should they look at Asheville? Why is Asheville a great place to come and spend a few months or even set up a U.S. home base? Like, What is your, what is your best pitch for Asheville?
0: So, of course, I know my reason, but I did ask our members to pitch in on this. So I have a number of different things for you here. Uh, so first, Asheville is just a place you want to live in. Um, I call it, it's about life-work balance, not the other way around. It's where life comes first. We have an abundance of outdoor beauty and recreation. Uh, we have an iconic food and beer scene. We just talked about the beer. Um, very vibrant music and arts culture. And all of that leads to the second point, which is it develops this very eclectic, friendly, helpful atmosphere. Um, the people are amazing. They That's say shock. It's pleasant every day. And so we have these networking events where people just want to have human connection. And uh, I put a lot of that towards a creative community, which is an outgrowth of this music and art scene um, that people are just outgoing and friendly and want to connect. Um, So again, I asked some of our members, and I want to quote this woman, Jen, um, because I love what she said. She said, for me, AVL is a good place to work remotely because it's a good place to live. Easy access to nature, balance, lifestyle, pace, community priorities reflect the quality of life and it's beautiful. The professional scene knows a ton of creatives helping professionals and people who are focused on impact and social growth. And she contrasted that to where she came from in DC, where everything is about networking and. How do you help me advance my career? And versus what I hear, which is, well, when I meet people, they just ask me how I'm doing. Yeah, That's that's what they want.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think the other thing about Asheville is that it's like a really great size where it's big enough to have the amenities that you want. But it actually feels very small and kind of like you don't feel – uh what's the word that I'm looking for? Not afraid, but like it doesn't scare you. You know, like you move to like some cities that are like just massive and it kind of like that confrontation can like be like whoa, this is like too much. Asheville feels very manageable if that makes sense, but has a lot in that small size, you know? That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. How do you fit 55 breweries
0: in a city of 90,000?
1: Right. Yeah. And then the other (laughs) thing is like that I'd love to echo with what you touched on is, uh, or what uh, the person that you quoted said is like the nature that you can, um, that you have on your doorstep. I mean, the Blue Mountain uh, Parkway is like one of the, uh, one of like the greatest roads in America, in my opinion, it's such a phenomenal place to just drive. And I mean, it's like what, like a 10 minute pop out of Asheville, depending on like where you live in Asheville. It's such a, such a great, great place. I will say the one con is, and I'd love to hear your opinion on that, of Asheville is, uh, so obviously Asheville, it's, it's, it's a bigger, you know, it's a smaller city, so you don't have that great of an airport, which there's nothing to do about that. But you have some bigger airports around there. I would say the biggest con for Asheville for me, and this is like what I'm saying is that I'd love to hear your opinion on this, is actually the cost. Because Asheville is pretty expensive because it's kind of, People know it's an awesome city, right? So the cost of living in Asheville is a little bit higher. How do you feel about that? I mean, like, do you have any tips for that for anyone who's listening to this? Is like, hey, I'd love to move out to Asheville, but like, I am struggling to find, you know, relatively affordable places. Like, what would be kind of your commentary on that or tips for people looking for places?
0: I don't think your comment is off base. Hmm. Um, it is perspective, however. So, article that just came out this week, and you know, of course, has- all the locals up in arms is uh, Asheville is the highest cost of living in the state of North Carolina. I believe that. I happen to have uh, lunch today with uh, a couple people on the mentor side and new potential mentee mentor coming in, and she's from Silicon Valley, and we we're talking about this article, and she was literally laughing. It's like this is the cheapest place I've ever lived. So it depends where you're coming from right. if you're from inner North Carolina, or you're a, a historically local, yes, things are growing and costs are getting driven up. So I you know those people are getting impacted pretty negatively. But if you're coming in from other larger communities, it seems pretty moderate to a lot of cities.
1: Yeah, so- I mean... If you're from Silicon Valley, you know like LA, San Francisco, New York area, basically there's only like Singapore that you can move to and be shocked by the prices. Uh everywhere else you're going to feel like it's like cheaper, you know. Um but I do understand that, you know. It's um I will say um I think it's more expensive than A lot of like, I think like the Midwest region in America is definitely making a big call for like, hey, move here. We have a lot of like great amenities and it's like cheaper than like, you know, a lot of other places in the United States. The thing that I will say as like a pro of Asheville is that while Asheville proper itself is getting more expensive, I think there's a lot of like great smaller towns within an hour, 45 minutes from Asheville that are almost like, hey, you have Asheville really, really close that you can pop over there whenever you want to, but you kind of get the cost savings of like being outside of Asheville. Would you agree with that?
0: hundred percent. That was part of our conversation as well as everyone, you know, Asheville, it's, it's what you call that, this area, but you know, Brevard and Weaverville and Black Mountain, all the, all those are seeing growth as well. And so it's more of a regional thing, um, you know, I go to Sierra Nevada Brewery, which is in a right. most amazing place, but it's outside of Asheville, but it's in you know a couple of towns over. But right. you still feel like you're here.
1: Mm. So, what about? I mean, obviously, people really um, people listening to this they love to work from co working spaces. They love to go to coffee shops and get their work done, and kind of like find community in some of those co working spaces, like I mentioned. Um, I'm sure that in terms of coffee shops, there's a lot of options to choose from, but I'd love to hear kind of like, do you have um, some suggestions on, again, if anyone's listening and is like, wow, I'd love to check out Asheville. What are the co-working spaces that you would recommend people check out in the area? And maybe what are your like one, two, three favorite coffee shops or places to work from in Asheville? Um,
0: because the growth of remote here the um, co-working spaces are they you are grown. Know, they're they're we're popping up all the time. So as far as um, the group, the Digital Nomads group, so we're partnering with them to make sure we're helping our members get to see all these different places. So we're having our uh, showcase event here in November for a Friendsgiving event, kind of fits with our That's theme. Awesome. Uh, at Mojo Co-working Spot, they have a really nice social area, um, so they're right downtown, um, and they've been great. Uh, we also work with Hatch, uh, which they do co-working spot and they do some venture work and helping small businesses. So they have a number of different um, opportunities with under one umbrella, um, and of course a focal. So we, there's so many. <laughs> And two others are just about to launch, and we're going to be having events with them coming up, too. Uh, so they've been growing a lot. But uh, between Hatch and Mojo, they're kind of the the founders, if you will, or the mm-hmm. people here the longest.
1: Yeah, I was just looking on Google Maps because I keep a very detailed list of uh, co-working spaces and coffee shops that I like. And actually, the, co- um, the co-working space that, I, that I've been to several times and worked out of and really enjoyed – in Asheville is hatch. I thought they had a great, great setup and really wide open, like really comfortable stuff. I really like the, the the people there that I met as well. So I would I would echo that recommendation.
0: Yeah, they just threw a fantastic Halloween party last week. And so we partnered on that with them. And I bet. A lot of fun.
1: Yeah. So good people. Like we we talked about this before we hit record as well, but you know, obviously there's a lot of towns and areas in the United States and outside of the United States, to be honest, that are saying like, hey, we want remote workers here because they understand a lot of these people have high paying jobs. They want them to come in there and like inject into the local economy, right? What has been have you seen an economic impact from the remote workers that are moving to Asheville? Um, and if you don't have data or anything like that in terms of like what's already happened, what are your thoughts on that? Like, what are you expecting? Are there like, does, is the city aware of what you're trying to do? Are they supportive of it? Like I'm curious about that aspect of it.
0: So venture Asheville, which is comes underneath the chamber of commerce and economic development council and so forth. Um, they're a supporter of ours. Uh, they give a small amount of funding to get the basics um, for us. So I totally appreciated that. They're very aware. Uh, as I was initially doing my thoughts around, is this something? I happen to have a conversation with um, head of economic development. And he was like, whatever we can do to help, we're, you know, let me know. So they are very aware of the impact and potential impact. Um, and uh, they've opened many of doors for our group so we can partner and grow, and they're facilitating our growth, which, which is great. Um, I don't have hard numbers, but I do have some stories, of course, for you. Uh, one of my neighbors, uh, I'm not a golfer, but one of my neighbors are, and I was with a hike for him, and he's always asking me about the group and how fast it's growing, and he's going, I happen to have a conversation with a membership director of the country club he belongs to you should talk to her and this was after you and i set our appointment so okay i need to do that so last week i spoke with her a year ago two years ago in the country club mostly older people retirees were also big location for people to retire and those are the people playing golf that's the golf community right, right, right. that's the golf crowd yeah <laughs> Right. And a handful of middle-aged or, you know, younger people, young professionals, air quote, around that. And then last year, all of a sudden, they went from 5 to 58, all remote workers, people who work, you know, for NBC, running events, but work remotely here in Asheville. And so they put in things in the country club, better Wi-Fi, um, better work areas kind of casual work areas because now they're half young professionals and she says the energy level in the whole club has changed dramatically because now we have all these people who are, have a lot more energy so even the traditional people love it because it's just changed the dynamic
1: mm. yeah that's so interesting and i actually had a similar experience my wife and i um So we drove down to a small town on the um, Ohio and Kentucky border right on the Ohio River called um, Augusta. And it's a very, very small town, like two streets kind of thing, but very cute. And we were sitting in this coffee shop and we just started talking with the owner of the coffee shop. She came out and we just started a conversation and she told us like we've had 50 couples move here that are like, work in Cincinnati, but can work remotely. And it's like an hour away from Cincinnati. So it's very easy for them. She's like, you know, it's completely changing the dynamic and the economy of the town. Because now we have like this injection of younger people who are working remotely, they have higher salaries than like, what's the median in that area. And they're like, really, it's kind of like revitalizing the town and they're getting some investments from like VC firms to like, redo some of the stuff. So it, it's very interesting and I'm very happy to hear. I'm not surprised to hear the the effect that it's having on Asheville, but it is very exciting to hear that. Um you've obviously mentioned the group and we've been talking about that quite a bit and you said, you know, the the numbers that that you mentioned in terms of how fast the community has grown and just the number of people that are coming to events is also very impressive. As somebody who's done events like this before, that's that's amazing to hear. I'm curious for people listening who may be interested in joining the community what are the events like? Uh, what does a normal event look like? Like, what are just give us like a taste of what some of the events that you put together are like, and and that sort of thing.
0: So we have core events, our bigger events, and then I'm going to talk afterwards about smaller events in a moment. So our bigger ones where we'll attack, you know get a hundred people or so, um, they are. Almost always at a brewery, we just find space and pluck our, our signs down or we're partnering with these other people in doing it in their open space. Um, and it, our mission is to create a social community. And to help people connect to the wider community and to create those opportunities and to connect to the business community. So that, again, that our members get connected. And we're trying to create an intentional about a culture which is warm, caring, open, welcoming. Uh, So what's an event like? It's like you're meeting friends. So all professionals. When I started this, because, again, I'm from the Northeast. I'm used to the tech world out of Boston. And, you know, I thought it would be all dudes and all tech. Uh Wrong. Uh, we're gender, <laughs> completely gender equal um, in every profession I could possibly think of. You know, of course, salespeople and accountants and a lot of marketing people of all different types of products, uh, program people, therapists, psychologists—you name it. So you now the world has come to it. Um, and we will almost every meeting have someone who is you nomading in you know your case where hey I just happen to be going through today and I saw this event and I came um, almost always get at least one or two you know of that and so I have a story uh, recently we did a partnership event for uh, Entrepreneur Week connecting people to the business community and this woman told me how. Because of our group, she decided to call Asheville home. She was, you know, from another person from D.C., different person. Um, And so she happened to be coming through on her way to Austin, Texas, because that's where she was going to relocate and move to, and came to an event, and she was going to be here for a little while. And the first thing was, how are you doing? And she was just like, wow, these people are just so friendly. Came to another event and just felt so welcome, And all of a sudden started to feel at home, came to a third event, and then like, okay, I'm here. I'm done. Yeah. So it's very, it's a lot of professionals, but not talking all work. Right. It's just being human, connecting, and having uh, really interesting
1: conversations. So you said those are like kind of like the main events. What are, you said you kind of have like smaller events or like side activities. Like what are those like?
0: So we've been starting to develop a lunch series. Uh, the idea of mimicking the office lunch, which is kind of a social event, you know, in a work environment. Um, so tomorrow, as an example, at a local uh, lunch place. Uh, we're size limited. So, you know, it's capped, in this case, 16 people um, just to come in on a Friday for an hour and just have lunch together. Just purely social that's it. There's no topics. Yeah, we never have a topic at an event, by the way. I tried that. That <laughs> People just wanted to, you know, socialize. Um, so we're trying to do that more distributed. where are getting other people to, I'm in South Asheville, so this is an event in South Asheville, but having more people just, hey, yeah, how about let's meet up in XYZ coffee shop for coffee or whatever, and just getting more distributed, smaller events. Because we're growing so large, you can support a wider area.
1: That's awesome. I love that. I'm so excited to hear about, you know, communities getting active about this and like really creating like a, a space for remote workers and digital nomads. It's so exciting, uh, especially for somebody who's been doing this since before COVID when it was just like a very, very small, weird group of people. And now it's like going mainstream. I, I love it. It makes me it makes me so excited. But Rick, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about this and and share the things that you're doing in Asheville. Uh, I'm very excited. If anyone is listening, where can they learn more about the community? Where can they connect with you? Where can they join the community or just learn more information if they have heard this, they like what they heard about Asheville? Where can they kind of go to to connect to the community there? So we are currently just
0: on meetup.com and it's AVL. Digital Nomads. That's it. So that's it.
1: Yeah. Awesome. And what about yourself? Like, if anybody uh, wants to connect with you personally, are you okay with them reaching out anywhere with you?
0: Uh, so, in there, if you do join, we do have a messaging mm. area to connect with people. And so that's a place. Uh, also on LinkedIn, uh, uh, and it's RIC prep, P R A T T E. But always open for new connections and looking forward to have any conversations like this because like yourself i'm very energized about you know helping people be successful remotely mm, so
1: love that well rick thank you so much again for coming by this was uh, a ton of fun and i appreciate coming on here yeah i enjoyed it
0: thank you so much mitchell